0: The darkness, at the speaking, it was done. Welcome to Sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecute the prophets who were before you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, my friends, we celebrate All Saints Day. In other words, today is that day, that one day out of the year, that we think about heaven and remember the blessed saints here in this church service called All Saints Day, the festival of All Saints Day. Those who have died and are with Jesus. Now, we must keep in mind that when we say the word saint, Yes, when we say the word saint, we are not referring to every single person who has died. And we are certainly not referring to people who have surpassed everyone else in their degrees of holiness. That is to say, we are not referring to people who have accumulated holiness by doing a bunch of holy things. But instead, when we use this term saint... We're using it to describe Christians in general. Yes, the term saint is a term that is used to describe Christians who have been baptized into Jesus' death and his resurrection. And that includes those who have died in the faith and those who are still living in Jesus today. Now, even though all Christians are called saints because of what Christ Jesus did on that cross and what he did by delivering those benefits to each and every single one of us in our baptisms, even though that this is true, there are some people who still imagine. Yes, they conjure up and imagine that saints are those individuals who are extraordinary, strong, and successful. Yes, some people imagine that saints are super-Christians that are resilient and cheerful and brave and secure. It's believed that these saints walk through life on some higher level, some higher plane, with a shiny halo over their head while speaking with religious overtones. Jesus, though, Yes, Jesus, though, he describes what these saints are like in a reading from the Gospel of Matthew, the fifth chapter. Yes, Jesus, he gives us a picture from our Gospel reading from Matthew chapter five. He gives us a picture of this new life that follows from faith. And to our surprise, these saints that he describes are not resilient, they are not cheerful or brave. And they have no self-security, no security in their own endeavors and abilities. In fact, these saints are not extraordinary, they are not strong, and they are not successful at all. But they are quite the opposite. You see, with their tilted halos and scuffed knees and scrappy garments, we hear that these saints are poor in spirit that they mourn over their sinful nature, that they're humble in their abilities, and that they are actually starving, hungry for righteousness. Jesus, he goes on to say that these saints are often abused and persecuted and lied about because they don't live like other people. Regardless, though, they are gentle. They don't demand their rights. They don't put themselves on a pedestal they establish peace by suffering rather than fighting. Now, I do not know about you, but this description certainly does not sound like a great description of a saint. It sounds more like a description of a loser, someone who amounts to nothing in this life. It sounds like a description of a weakling. And yet, contrary... To what we might think, Jesus is describing what it looks like to be a saint. He is describing the Christian life in our gospel reading from Matthew. But why are these saints so poor in spirit? You may say to yourself, why are they so poor? Why is their spirit bankrupt? Well, they are poor in spirit because they are aware of their profound helplessness and they are beggarly in their abilities. They know that they cannot do anything to obtain eternal life. And why do these saints mourn? They mourn because of their sin and its consequences. They have a sorrow over their own sin and the sin of the world that wreaks havoc on so much of life. And why are these saints humble? That is to say, meek. They have learned not to take themselves too seriously. That is why. And when offended, they have learned from Jesus not to get too worked up. They're not easily triggered, for they know that they have nothing of their own abilities or worth to offer before the throne of God. And why do these saints hunger? They hunger not for temporal things, for they know that these temporal things of life will fade away, but they hunger for that which is eternal. Behold, my friends, what Jesus speaks about in our gospel reading from Matthew is the life of a saint. Here in this world, these saints are a poor company of beggars filled with tears because of the sufferings of life. Yes, this is what a saint looks like. Distressed by sin and failing over and over and over again. These saints, they they hunger and they thirst for righteousness, knowing that they've got nothing to offer before God except their sin. So, considering all that we've heard thus far, I ask you, I ask you this today are you among the saints? are you poor in spirit confessing your moral bankruptcy are you pretending that you are not a sinner pretending that you are an overall good person are you among the saints are you sorrowful over your own sin and the sin of the world or do you try to normalize sin and then celebrate it are you among the saints are you humble Yes, are you humble or are you easily provoked and triggered when offended and then seek revenge plotting your neighbor's demise? Are you among the saints? Are you hungry for righteousness, seeking out God's word and his sacraments, longing with all of your being to come to the Lord's house or are you apathetic with a full stomach of sin and put off by just another church service? I ask these tough questions of you and me. Because if we are not poor in spirit, we will not possess the kingdom of heaven. If we are not sorrowful for our sin, we will not be comforted. If we are not humble and if we are not meek, we will not inherit the earth. If we do not hunger and thirst for righteousness, we will never be satisfied. To the point, if we are none of these things, we will not be blessed. Yes, indeed, we will not be blessed. Now, dear friends, an ancient Christian named St. Augustine once said this. He said, God gives where he finds empty hands. Yes, God gives where he finds empty hands. And so what we hear today is that a saint is not a person who has his hands full of all sorts of spiritual trophies, but a saint is someone who has empty hands. A saint is not someone who pumps his hands in the air in victory, but he beats his breast and his chest, confessing that he is a sinner in thought, word, and deed. God have mercy on me, a sinner. A saint is not someone who is cool in the eyes of the world, but is one who knows that Christianity has never been cool and never will be cool in the eyes of the world. A saint knows that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. A saint knows that Jesus came for the sin sick, not for the superstars. A saint knows that the gospel is for sinners only, sinners like you and sinners like me. Dear friends, drop everything. Yes, drop everything. You neither have the power nor the ability to be a saint by your own reason or strength. Yes, drop everything. You do not have enough faith and you do not have enough goodness to become a saint. But instead, know this Jesus Christ, He made Himself nothing taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men so that he could live that perfect life for you and die that death of sin in your place. Yes, Jesus, he humbled himself and in meekness and sorrow for your sin, he endured poverty and contempt and persecution for you and for me. Christ, he suffered and he died and he was buried in a tomb voluntarily to redeem lost and prideful and condemned persons. Yes, he takes sinners like you and like me and he clothes them. He clothes them with the righteousness of his own and he pronounces them to be saints. In case you haven't noticed, I'm speaking of you, you beloved baptized saints. This message and this description that we hear is all about you and for you. Dear saints, Jesus humbled himself to do all of this for you, and then he sent his Holy Spirit to you to enlighten you and to create a clean heart within you. Indeed, in your baptisms, the Lord renewed a right spirit within you and called you into this blessed morning. He called you into this blessed hunger, and he called you into this blessed meekness. In other words, the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, creates a hunger and a thirst for righteousness within his people, that is, you and me. He constantly makes us people who hunger and thirst for righteousness, a hunger and thirst which is only satisfied at that communion altar where his spiritual food of his body and blood are given to us as sheer gift. And so, my friends, what the world sees here at Zion Lutheran Church this morning, what the world sees is a bunch of poor, miserable sinners gathered together. The world sees a bunch of meek and humble and hungry people who are supposedly cursed with low self-esteem. However, what the world cannot see is that even though, yes, even though we are struggling along the way of life, Jesus nonetheless pronounces us blessed. Yes, he calls us blessed. Blessed because he opens our hands to receive continually. Blessed because we are continually given the gifts of sorrow for our sin. Blessed because we are given that hunger continually for the Lord and his gifts. Blessed for where we are headed. Blessed for, for what he will give us when we are gathered at that throne at the last day. Blessed through whatever sufferings come our way. Blessed because we know that the day will come when the sufferings will be left behind forever. We are blessed because we are in Jesus, along with all of our loved ones who have passed away before us. Yes, blessed because just like those saints who have passed away and are with Jesus, we too are clothed in the same righteousness of Christ. We too are saints, but saints who wait for that great day when all of our tears, all of our sorrows, and all of our pain will be wiped away forever. Yes, saints in our baptisms. Saints as a sheer gift. Saints now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org, or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.